Queers, bitches, and gentlefolk, welcome to Tabletop Titties, a queer and feminist live TTRPG actual play show run entirely by people of marginalized genders. Excuse me, I had to burp. <laughs> My name is Char, Charlene Bear. I'll be your dungeon goddess this evening. My pronouns are she, they, and tonight will be our second episode of our D&D show, Forgotten Guardians. Before we get into the episode, we want to acknowledge the colonial history of Canada and the United States and how they have and continue to take from Indigenous people. The effects of colonization are still felt to this day, and we acknowledge that this episode is being recorded on the stolen lands of the Semiamu, Keitsi, Kwikwetlem, Stolomatsky, Sumas, Nooksack, Kwantlen, Kekate, Sawasin, Muscogee, Cherokee, Musqueam, Squamish, Tsleil-Waututh, and Coast Salish First Nations. If you would like to know more about the effects of colonization and support some Indigenous charities and organizations, you can go to the resources page on our website at tabletoptitties.com slash resources. My wily players are ready to go. Oh my goodness, we're back. It's so exciting. Hello, everyone. My name is Rachel Thielade. My pronouns are she, her, and I am playing the ever saucy and gorgeous Nox Zaros, uh, rogue slash warlock pronouns, he, him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. My name's Katrina. You can call me Kat. Uh, my pronouns are she, they, but I'm comfortable with any. And uh, tonight I am playing Hestia, our little fiery lady, our big fiery lady. Um, <laughs> and uh, she is our paladin slash sorcerer. <laughs> the physical pain it causes Kelly. <laughs> Hey, you started this. <laughs> yeah, you I know, I'm honoring you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my name is Sarah Mayfield. My pronouns are she, her, and I play Acacius of the Bray. And he, they, is a Way of Ancients paladin. Hello, my name is Kelly. My pronouns are they, them. And I play Florence Chance, uh, the big hat wearing bard. we're just doing this for fun (laughs) Uh, my name is Casper the MB ghost my pronouns are they them and I am playing Waverly Jericho the wild hunt shifting blood hunter no slash no slash for me you just slash people with your claws. Yeah. <laughs> we are using Sirenscape to help make our stream more atmospheric. You can check them out at Sirenscape.com. And we are also excited to be featuring songs from Critical Role albums Welcome to Taldori and Welcome to Wildmount, both of which are available on all streaming platforms. So check that out, too. Potential content warnings for today's episode include undead and rotting flesh. So if any of those are something that you need to not think about or hear about today, feel free to skip this episode and come back next time. I always do a last time on so you won't uh, feel worried about missing too much. And without further ado, let's dive into tonight's episode of Tabletop Titties, Forgotten Guardians. Last time on Forgotten Guardians, the party set up camp in the wilderness while on a journey following a lead to a secret ally. Waverly and Knox witnessed beautiful lights across the sky, and Hestia and Acacius almost had a run-in with a beast. 
they trekked through the woods and found a pond which acted as a landmark to their ally's tower. This pond featured lily pads with strange berries, which Acacius noted were Templar High Peak berries, better known as Temp HP berries, which sadly for me, nobody thought was very clever. Not long after the Forgotten Guardians found the tower they were searching for, which had a strange sigil on its door and an anti-magic field surrounding it. Attempting to barge right in was a mistake, as it activated a dangerous lightning trap that singed the group. Sorry. <laughs> when Florence called out, Mage Wilso did emerge, and with him, an unexpected friend, Melinda Highwater, leader of the Wildwell Guardians, who had been polymorphed into a bird. The group met with this pair with various levels of trust, and eventually sat down together to learn what they could of their new adventure awaiting them. And this is where we begin, as the group is questioning Melinda and Wilso. I believe you have um, some pre-prepped things that you wanted to ask them. I'm still fuming, so I'm going to let other people talk first. Like, right. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, we're like, who's going first? Where did this Where did this conversation <laughs> end? What feels natural? Uh, for I'll I'll go. I'll in. go. I feel like Hestia is on the on the on the business map, but feel free to jump in as you want to. Um, <clears throat> we have, a, of course, a couple of questions before we proceed. Um, of of yes. course. What, what can I tell you? What do you need to know? You knew, obviously, that we were all okay as you were trying to contact us. Is there anyone else that we might want to contact? Anybody that might have survived that night? Yeah, have, you, have you heard from any of the rest of the crew? Unfortunately, not. Nox, you... I'm sorry, it's difficult for me. Everyone that we spoke with, that we were with, that you spent your time with is gone. As far as I know, you are the only remaining guardians. I didn't even know you were alive until I was faced with the visions. Hmm. That's shitty. How long have you been having these visions? I've been receiving visions of the Archdragon and the destruction in its wake for the past season or so, but I wasn't sure, Hestia, that you were alive, that you, that five of you were alive until about a fortnight ago when I saw a vision of the future. The entire sky was filled with this dark green smoke and flashes of electric blue light were in the air, different than the rifts that I've seen so far. Uh, I saw flashes of the five of you in battle. I, that's how I knew that you must be alive if you were there in this future. And uh, I described these to Will so right away. Did we win? I don't know. Hmm. They were so quick. At least we make it there. To the end to see if we won. Pardon me? You didn't, you didn't want to stay to the end to see if we won? 
it's not like a, a picture film that you can just watch and push play and pause and fast forward. I don't... It's hard to make sense of anything that comes through these. <clears throat> I understand. Um... The Arch Dragon, you've been having visions about him? Yes. They come from the joining. The bonding, I should say. That was too, uh, too deep of a reference. But with this bonding, I believe that perhaps Florence may be the one that's most likely to be beginning receiving these visions soon. It happens the longer. Was it the bonding been... or the joy? Oh, the bonding. What is the bonding? How is how is Florence gonna bond with a dragon? Yeah, the bonding sounds like something else, so that's why I'm a little, a little concerned. A little. Well, you've all bonded together already. Well, mm. we haven't all, but me and Knox have. Uh, uh, remember that one? Well, we're all I'm so sorry. Not bondage, but... just bonding, participating okay. in the ritual. Uh... Joining the Wildwell Guardians. Uh, <clears throat> As continue. part of your ceremony, you drank uh, an elixir. This elixir connects all guardians. Uh, is the arch dragon a guardian? No, but some of its scales are ground up and used to create this elixir. This. This is why you will receive these visions. The longer you're part of the Guardians, the more likely you are to attune to these forces of nature that might break through your dreams or perhaps come to you in fleeting moments as you stare in the night sky. I'm sorry, you ground up arch dragon how did, scales. How did they get the scales? Dragons shed scales like any reptile or monstrosity that has them. Honestly, that's pretty metal. Uh, it's not know. customary for us to explain the elixir ingredients in detail. You this can like, see why. I heard about what went into jello shots. <laughs> hey, um, I found this thing uh, called the Mercer Locket. You wouldn't happen to have one of those around, would you? Oh, no, no. I don't have one here, but I could create one for you. All I would need is an onyx shard, about a thousand golds worth, so quite big, size of a fist. You uh, might be able to find that, actually, in the depths of Cold Rock Hollow. They're famous for their onyx shards. That's, that's where we gotta go to get the thing! So if you find one, bring back to me, and uh, about two days' worth of effort, I should be able to craft this for you. So, so like, this, this, this hollow, is it like, is it like a hollow? Hollow, like a like a hole in the ground with cute little bugs are there big feet, or is it like a death tunnel? Um, are there traps? Definitely what more are there? more like the second one. It's oh. it's a cavern, similar to a chasm. Yeah. Um, traps. Well, I could speak on the traps. We've got. Um, there shouldn't be any traps sent by us, but it is hidden quite well. 
At the entrance, you only need to speak the words of our pact, and the passage will open. The caves themselves are, are quite large and treacherous. You may find that perhaps it's been, it's been some time since we've been there, so perhaps creatures have made a home within, uh, or other traps from potential foes that are intelligent. Um, would Do yes. you know if any undead were there when we took over the place? Any monsters or stuff like that? Not when we were there, but there definitely might be some that have moved in. I've been, they've been crawling out through the rifts in various nations of Wildwell. <clears throat> I would like to clarify that most of them are demons, not undead. This is a point of conjecture the first time everyone died, and I would like to make sure that all our information is correct. Demons, undead, I'm sure we'll be facing many monstrosities in uh, Abominations, celestials, yes, we know the lexicon. I'm just, I, you're making quite a big deal of it. I have a question. <laughs> yes. Acacius, you don't need to raise your hand. Uh, um, so, if I might have been a little inebriated when I signed up to be a part of the, this team, and I forgot, uh, what the words of the pact were, um, would you be able to inform me of these words? Picks out a notepad quietly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, playing, I'm like shooting some side eyes at Knox. <laughs> she starts to give the biggest eye roll, but actually stops herself. Uh, of course, it's been some time here, uh, and she scrawls out the text for you and seals it with a wax seal and hands it to you. Open this when the time is right. You'll know. I, I take it and I um I uh stick it into you know where to put it. <laughs> uh, so. I uh you put it in your bag. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sick. I got no, a little worry, no worries. full of berries, and I don't think I, I don't want to put. No, you'll get berry juice all over it. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I got you. I got you. Um, Thanks, so, bro. no, don't worry, man. I got you. Uh, so this is kind of unrelated, and it might seem selfish to ask, but like, we've been on the run and like, in not in contact with anybody since all this shit went down. And how is everywhere else doing? Like. Do you know? Is there any way to find out? Like, is our, are our homes, like, a goddamn mess now? Like, are people in deep shit? I used to scry on the various cities to try and gather information, but it has been difficult since the destruction of my crystal ball. And he gestures to the table uh, behind him, which features about a, a foot and a half diameter white crystal ball that is just what usually if you would see a typical crystal ball is filled with swirling magical energy is just dead uh, in the cracked glass 
Just finding you all was quite hard to pin down, and I knew you were in Biscaria, but resources I know are dwindling. Biscaria has it worse than the other nations, as it's the heart of the war is here, but the evil is spreading. You do know what dragons are famous for, don't you, Nox? Yeah. I I shoot a hard look at Hestia. Fire. Actually, they can do a lot of other stuff, not just fire. It depends. Usually it's the, the color and stuff. Like, it'll be like... They have, there's like, yeah, it's a whole thing. But yeah, it's... And they demand... Sorry, Hestia, not just fire. I'd take it back. Wealth? I wouldn't be surprised if many of the Archdragon's armies are imposing a tax or similar to the people of Wildwell. I'm curious. What color is this dragon? You didn't see it from the tower. It was dark. You're also and I was con- not to die. I was concerned about Karina as she rummages around some other place <laughs> in this tower. <laughs> the dragon itself, this arch dragon, has an electric teal color to its scales. But what's interesting is it's also featuring blitz of black undertones. I have not seen its breath weapon myself, and we have been scouring the research for histories of this type of dragon to no avail. Huh. Um, so, so how, obviously, if we have to leave now, we will leave now and we will move fast, but what's our timeline look from your visions? Unfortunately, it's quite murky. I don't... I didn't see a calendar page or even a tree to guess the season. I would assume we should act as quickly as possible. Hmm. Hey, look Look at the bright size. We, we, we make it to whatever the vision is, right? That seemed probably like... A, it seemed like a final battle, right? Sure. So, I mean, like, hey, we can't even fuck it up. We're good. We just gotta go there and just... We'll be alive, because the vision has said we were alive. Yeah. I wish I had your optimism, Nox. Ah, how I try. Old, how old are you, Nox? How old do you think I am? Well, uh, young enough to be optimistic. Yeah. Forgive me, but... For the five years that we've been on the road, we've run short of resources, um, being as you are the leader of what was the Guardians. Are you aware of any caches or safe houses or any sort of supply bunkers that may have been laid across the lands that may have not been um, looted? Of course, Florence, always the wise one. Well, Willow goddess of the Feywild Treants. She possesses a guardian cache. She visits Tessera from time to time and in Nottingsby, I believe. Good for her. Usually she can be found in the Feywild itself or um, in your dreams. 
the cache that she holds has many potions and spell scrolls. Um, another hidden in the desert, filled with magical weapon reserves. It's buried in a thick lead box in an underground ruin. Uh, that one, I believe, is in the ethereal wastes between Fearford and Tessera. Here, uh, and she marks your map with an X. <clears throat> and the last, quite nearby, in Biscaria's castle, another uh, hold is hidden. Once you gain the trust of the new leader, after finding the Allegiance Accords, they should give you access to it. Also, I sound like Liara from Mass Effect now. I don't know Perfect. how that... <laughs> it's, it's working. <laughs> um, I noticed in my inventory, I still have a map of Tessera. How accurate would I have kept that map? <laughs> um, I think you. it would still be pretty up-to-date. I'd imagine you're... You have the familiarity of being a tracker and being resourceful, mercenary. Um, so that map would probably come into handy quite a bit. Wicked. When uh, Tessa is mas- mentioned, I do look over at Waverly and kind of like smirk a little bit. Um, all right, Tessera, Ethereal Waste, Viscaria Castle. Hopefully they haven't been um, ransacked by now. Uh, you can count on Willow. At least we know one is solid. You, I mean, hopefully she's on this You plane. know Willow? Yes. The, you're acquainted with the goddess Willow? It's the Willow I think it is, yes. Oh, damn, you've been holding out on us. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Please, tell me a tale. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. She, like, visibly deflates. Yes, perhaps this isn't the appropriate time. You best be on your way. Um, before you do go, there are some parchment rolls here, various ink bottles. If you would like to send a letter to anyone, now might be the appropriate time. Yes, yes. I should be able to hire a mercenary for about a hundred gold to get... A package across Wildwell. No guarantees, of course, upon their arrival, but better than nothing. Can it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's write some let's write some letters. And Acacius is gonna settle himself down. Uh, then let's start with Acacius. You're handed a scroll. What's what are you writing? Um, I would say that. Yeah. Acacius is gonna pick. The fluffiest of quills. Um, and uh, he is going to write a letter to his family. Um, so it kind of starts with like, Dear Rose. Um, and it kind of opens with, it opens with like a, uh, Acacius will check a little pocketbook that has all of like different like addresses and stuff, and um, from between its pages, um, they're they're gonna take out a pressed flower, um, 
And it was like one of the little moss flowers from when they were camping and put it into the letter. And, um, and basically start by like wishing sister a happy birthday and um, be like, the solution to last week's riddle was oil. This is next week's riddle. What has to be broken before you can use it? And then um, he says, there's a flower for Aurelius and Golia. And then he tells this story of kind of like the last 24 hours. And at the bottom says, um, P.S. Mom, I've been eating. I wrote the recipe for last night's stew on the back of this letter. Love you all loads. See you soon. And holds it up and does a good old ink stamp with the flower like in the wax. So that way it's all held together. That's so cute! Oh my gosh! I love that look, you're sending riddles every week. I hope they all make it, otherwise the answers won't make, make it. Otherwise you're like, or like, that they, like there's, okay, I'm gonna start by saying Acacius is putting a date at the top of the letter, so that way, like, mm. if they arrive out of order, uh, you won't get, like, the answer before the riddle. Smart. Anyone else feel like sharing? Their letter I'd, contents. I'd go over, um, grab the like a small, extra piece of paper or piece of parchment. Um, grab like the nearest, closest thing I can find to a pencil. I don't need like a frilly pen. Um, no offense, Acacius. <laughs> um, and then just write Dan going to see Willow? Question mark. Maybe a goddess now. Um. Might visit Tessera. Off to save the world again. Uh, take care of Maya. And best wishes to your wife. Yeah, I'm eating. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then wrap the, like sign it. Just WJ. Um, and <laughs> WJ and C. And then roll up and hand it to the dude. I love that you you still pen pal with Dan. (laughs) He's my bestie. Speaking of Dan, Hestia? (laughs) I think, um... I think at the notion of letter writing, which happens every now and then and, like, is not something that... Like, when it does happen, I think Hestia is, like, that, that kid at camp who, like doesn't really know what to do and like looks around and sees people writing and goes okay I guess I should probably also do something like this but I can't think of anybody that would be important to write to at this point and then I have a little like flashback to one of the first times we wrote letters and like a moment with Acacius and Acacius had some really good um, um, knowledge for me Do you want to take it away? I mean, am I just... What do we... What do we... What do you want to do here? <laughs> Monologue? Do you want to have... I just want you to tell me what you think you see when... when uh, what, yeah, so like the first time we were writing letters. And you kind of see me awkwardly looking around at everybody. And I... Maybe... Yeah. Maybe I mention I'm just like... I... I would like to write a letter, but I don't have anybody to write to. So... What should I do? Well, there's... Um, 
Acacius like sits down and puts on this like super serious face. He's like, letter writing is serious business. And you should get the joy to write letters. So you can write letters to uh, babe. Mm. You could write letters to uh, if you have any relatives, mm. uh, friends, mm. uh, uh, co-workers, mm. but I guess we're all kind mm. of here. Um, <laughs> you could write letters sometimes. I write letters that I never send. I'll write letters like journaling or I'll write I'll write letters to my dad who's not here anymore but sometimes it's nice to write a letter to him just so that he knows what's going on but he won't read it but it's a way that I get to kind of keep him involved you know and even though I know he might never read it. The act of telling him things is like this moment of communication and I get to like relive our relationship that I don't I don't get to have in person anymore. And sometimes it's good. You can talk about anything too, because you can you know that they're not gonna say anything weird or or like they can't talk back. It's not like my dad's gonna give me shit for doing something stupid. Even uh, I know he would. He he would. <laughs> but you can just you can say anything. You know, it's this nice way to connect and to express yourself in a way that that's safe and be able to tell him things that you couldn't tell him while they were around. I think Hestia takes a long-ass pause and then goes. That still doesn't make any sense to me. But... Thank you. And then fast forward (laughs) forward to where we are here now. And Hestia looks around the room and sees everybody writing and pulls out a piece of paper and jots down letter at the top of the page. Writes her name, her location, the time. And then, yeah, and then on the other side, writes a name. And then starts starts by writing I am on a mission and I am uncertain as to what the future holds and I wish you were here and then she looks around feels really stupid and then lights the letter on fire and then turns around and pretends like nothing happened. Oh my god. Try not to burn down my whole tower, would you? <clears throat> I I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're getting old. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I write a short note. I've been writing notes along the way but I write one that says 
Found another 23-year-old, three-year-old Chance uh, Pino. May your luck never run out. Um, Nox is gonna take a, a piece of parchment and a pen and kind of go to a more secluded part of the room. And he's going to write a letter to someone. He's not going to put a name on this, like, envelope. He's just going to put an address. And in the letter... Before it, you share the letter, I yes. just did just DM you, Rachel. Your letter explodes. Uh, <laughs> don't write this letter. No one can know. <laughs> you know what? Sure. That's fun. All right, everyone, take off your headphones. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I said anything about turning down my headphones. Wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, audience. It's just us I, and Rachel right. now. Um, I think, yeah, Knox is going to, instead of writing a name, he's going to put a address and a picture of a son instead of a name. And in the letter, it is going to be pretty, like, anonymous, but it's going to read, I hope this letter finds you and you're safe and well. I am not dead got into a bit of a situation and it has been and it hasn't been safe for me to reach out uh, and I will hopefully be able to send you what is owed soon don't let your inner sun set a friend stay safe that's it I will bring back the troops <laughs> <laughs> Secrets <laughs> are so fun. My, my headset's kind of loud, so I could still kind of hear it. So I was like, I had to plug well, my ears. I had to, I had to plug my ears. Shara's right there, so I yeah. Had to plug <laughs> yeah. I saw, I saw Kelly plugging their ears, and I was like, Oh, I'm yeah, gonna do that. I didn't tell Shara. Shara didn't read it any of it, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Not so me trying to read Rachel's lips right now. Yeah, <laughs> well. I don't even care if you do because it was anonymous enough that it. Yeah. Just setting some stuff. It's fine. It's hard to read. To... Pe- it's hard to read lips so when they're smiling. <laughs> you have to put captions to this so I'll know what it says. Oh, okay. Well, then. <laughs> wow. 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 Uh, yeah. So that happens. Knox uh, puts the letter in the envelope, seals it, and kind of shuffles it back and hands it back to Wilso, and doesn't tries to like not let anyone see where it's addressed to or who it's for like so I just hand it and I'm just like hey don't worry I'll get a story for you guys I'll get I'll get that willow story where it's a long journey I'll figure out something I'll be able to tell you when we get back it's all good thank you thank you yeah I'll make it my mission while we're out to find out some some cool stories and I I, I can't I, believe how Casual Waverly's being about literally knowing a god. <laughs> yeah, this is all news to me. So you have a lot of, of stories kind of to catch up on, Melinda. It's true. I hope that you'll be able to help, help me catch up. I kind of like nod my head towards the cards that I had given her earlier. Okay. Just... A place to start. 
Be careful. Do you have lead with you? Lead? Hang on. Yes. Uh, it's an excellent way to block magic. My tower's roof would... is lead. That's not healthy. I, I wouldn't be able to do these flowers if I had no magic. And if I just creates want a little... that. Yeah. I have iron. I don't have lead. Yeah. You can still... Sorry, I'm not being very clear, am I? Um. Various tracking magic can be blocked with lead. It's not a magic inhibitor, but it cannot pass through the lead. Can we just take some of your roof? Like a a shingle or something? Like... Uh... (laughs) I'll climb up there if I'm allowed. Roll uh, persuasion. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby, let's go. (coughs) Where am I? Where's my persuasion? Oh, I'm a plus nine. This is going to be great. Uh, 24. Sorry, math is hard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wouldn't like to leave my home so vulnerable, particularly with Melinda staying here. I mean, I can take one, like, off the edge. Here, I do have some extra. And um, he goes into a closet and comes back, like, very hardly dragging this box. (laughs) Um, You gotta maintain your establishment. I respect it. You can line your bags with this if you have any identifying magic items. And they will not be discoverable. I'm not um, sure if you, perhaps making someone might be able to make you an armor or similar that might be able to block yourselves from scrying as well. Um, I have a cloak and a bow. Don't ha- see how lining my bags would uh, help. Um, Acacius is gonna go over to Knox, and he's, uh, their eyes are just welling up with tears, and looks at Knox and says, my my magic is in my arm, it gives me, it gives me protection, and I don't want to put on a shirt, Knox, I worked so hard for these abs, I don't want to put one on. It's okay, it's okay. Yo, what if, is there a way to, like... Make like a, like is there like a lead buckle that would like work for his like sexy like, strap right, his chest like, strap I don't know some self tanner or like so I put it on my I don't arm know if you want lead in, in in cosmetics I don't know about that um <laughs> yeah <laughs> perhaps I can do more research Ooh. while you're gone a mesh yeah. crop top a mesh crop top a I could pull off a mesh crop top a mesh Steve crop would top. love that it would be so Steve good. would love oh I'm, I've turned around I've turned around okay yeah. yeah but we'll do Absolutely research 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 yeah we'll yeah. do um, research Will, will, so, sorry, um, I'm not a practitioner of magic myself, but I've been unable to communicate over long distances through various spells, um, would that not also prevent people from seeing over long distances? From my experience with my crystal, my scrying was not inhibited 
Although the sending and the like of messages, magical messages, were not able to make it to their destinations. Those haven't been working anyways, though, right? Like Exactly. Those are inhibited, but I have been able to scry. Okay. This may sound like a strange question, but um, were any of your relatives who are no longer with us capable of scrying as well? Yes, uh, my father was my mentor. Perfect. That's all I need. Thank you. Don't worry, oh she's, my God. She's, she's like that. Don't, don't worry about it. It's a, all it's right. a whole thing. Yeah. We, so our next destination is uh, the Cold Rock. The dangerous Cold Rock Hollow. Hollow. Yeah. yeah. Here. And he points on the map. Yep. Great. This... <sighs> We can. This is our map, right? Yes. Please take it with you. Sure. I'll take it and put it next oh. to my map of Tessera. Where do they connect, by the way? <laughs> can I lay down a map and then, like, just have that one? Yeah. Like next um, to each other. Oh, okay. Exactly. So I have this written down. I don't have it in front of me. I'll have to go through my notes. But after break, I will tell you where the three worlds connect of Wildwell. Beautiful. This is a map of Biscaria? Yes. Huh. Okay. Ox is absolutely aligning his bag with lead right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else that you can give that you might have that would be handy for us on our journey? I do have a few health potions. One moment. Yeah. Uh, and he starts like rummaging in his desk. I know they're in here somewhere. Little vials, knickknacks. As he's rummaging, can I tell Karina to put down whatever she has in her mouth? <laughs> I hope it's health potions. <laughs> Karina, drop it. That is not yours. Put it down. Get it out of your mouth. <laughs> you see like this old leather bound book that just falls uh, to the floor like covered in saliva yum yo a diary what's up yeah can I, can I go see what that book was <laughs> yeah um please hold Naughty Rina. book generator. <laughs> <laughs> it is the book of thick thighs. <laughs> that do save lives. Oh, sorry, that was mine. Um, I dropped it. I, I, I need that back. <laughs> I put on my wizard hat and robes. <laughs> it is a novel called The Revenant Shore. It's a thick book. Looks like it's about... 200, 300 pages or so. That's 50% smut. That's 50-50 smut. (laughs) (laughs) What's the cover look like? Is it like two people like embracing but also like (sighs) turning away at the same time? Uh, (laughs) There is no cover art on this leather-bound novel. 100% smut. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Just yeah. drawings. Somebody's sketching people. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. This is I'm, great. <laughs> I'm just gonna... Are the pages s- sticky? Ew! 
because they were covered in saliva, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. But other than that, I'm just going to be like, this isn't right. Gross. Um, no. No. And I'll put that, like, high above where she can reach without climbing on the <laughs> thing. She's got, like, eight legs, so. Heal, <laughs> heal. And he hands you, Hestia, uh, three potions of, or sorry, two potions of healing and one potion of greater healing. And uh, he also comes back with uh, four empty jugs. Uh, These have already been used, but perhaps you can find some use for them. Oh, we'll find some use for them. Can I (laughs) have? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I would like to grab them. And then just slowly, like, try to empty out the berries that have just been in my little bag into the bottles. Or just, like, come up with some, like, so they're not just, like, loose in my bag. All and right. then I'm going to just, like, shake them like margaritas until I have juice. <laughs> like this? Ah. <laughs> that's a gift. That's the clip. Write it down. Let's go. Let's go. Write it down. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, good. Okay. I'm ready to leave. That's it. Out. Out. Go. Yeah, I'm gonna. After she ate the book, I'm guiding Karina back to the elevator. <laughs> Yo, thanks for the shingles, I guess. That I like shake my bag and you hear like the clink clanking of like lead shingles in the bag <laughs> as I leave. I will continue researching. I do know of some jewelry that provides mind shielding. Perhaps I can nice. extend the magic. Sounds cool. <clears throat> we'll love to hear about it when we get back. Nice. See you later. Uh, and you continue on your way. You continue forward into the forest following the map that Melinda gave you. And you hear the chirping of birds, the hum of beetles as the sun is peeking through the trees quite beautifully. And as you walk a dirt path, you see a patch of lavender at the base of a tree. That aroma just fills your noses as you continue on your journey. Uh, um, it's quite res- refreshing. Now that we pick a flower and press it in my book, oh, I sort of like stop behind the group and like cough. <laughs> What's up? Yes. You got something in your throat. Now that we've uh, left that tower, I um, I want to tell you something. Um. Mm-hmm. Linda mentioned that we were the last guardians, and I have to say I wasn't too surprised. It has been over a year since I've gotten a new story from any of our comrades. I was preparing something, um, and I'm going to reach into my bags uh, and sort of grab like a leather folded over satchel. these for us um, and uh, in case we were the last five I thought that we should don something to show our camaraderie 
Uh, I'm going to open the satchel, and inside are five golden medallions, sort of like um, pins. I designed these for us, specifically. Um, Each gem, and you can see five gems around the circle, uh, represents where we are from. Whether that is uh, Scaria or Fearfort or elsewhere. And they come together into one. And on the front is a uh, a shield holding them in place. That, that is us. Um, and each of the tools that we use to keep our lands from shattering is represented. I... If we die and we fail, no one will tell our story. We will no longer exist. We will be forgotten. And I will hand each of you a medallion. Kind words. I've yet to lose a fight, so I don't plan on anything happening to us. Thank you for this. Uh, I take the medallion look at it, look at my battered uh, kindred soul armor <laughs> and not worry about being forgotten as I put the pin on there. <laughs> Alright. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, God right. knower. <laughs> oh, no. Nice. Name dropper. <laughs> well, it's up to us to Make sure people fucking remember us, then, isn't it? And I'm just gonna put it on and, like, have it, like, adjust the chain so that it's, like, long <laughs> enough to be like, hello! <laughs> like, I'll say that I made each person, like, the version that they probably would hell like. Yeah. Mine's just, like, goes on the, uh, kind of, like, uh, side of my jacket. It's just a little clip. Got it. Mine's holding my cloak of protection. Um, so it's like right next to my wolf Colton thingy. They like mine clips onto like my little leather harness right over the part where the uh, straps meet. I would find a way to fasten it on somewhere on my full plate, <laughs> uh, but probably yours has a magnet. Yeah, mine has a magnet for sure. <laughs> sticky, sticky tape, double-sided tape on the side, uh, boob tape. Uh, I'm hopefully, yeah, I'll put it right on my over over top of my heart. Yeah, that's better. Man, we're if also Melinda hot. Told us to wear... We're also <laughs> hot. Hmm. Oh, hot. If Midlinda told us to wear a similar color or uniform, I would have much rather stared into the basilisk eyes, but I think this will do well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> moment of vulnerability over. Let's commence. Hey, thanks. <laughs> fist bump. <laughs> I make my ghost hand fist bump you. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. 
Uh, and it's at this point that everyone can make a perception check. Hell yeah. Let's perceive. <laughs> Shall we? Oh, this is a perception a check with my eyes, correct? Zero perception, yeah. but not 20. Uh, it is with eyes. <laughs> 10 for... 19. I don't want to... Fine. That is a two. On the die, so it's a two. <laughs> High five. Love that for you. Hi. Uh, Since Florence got the highest roll with a nat 20, I DM'd you some information. (laughs) My eyes aren't great. (laughs) This is what I'm finding out. I just get more uncomfortable. Uh, And eventually I will point out... um, I believe that I don't know if a rift was near or they just travel far and wide but unfortunately the walking corpses that apparently will be fighting have um, and I start pointing out some of the undead carcasses lying around it? yikes hang on Nice. Uh, I would use Divine Sense to see if there is any Celestial Fiend or Undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. uh, You activate this ability and you find many bodies on the floor that are dead, but they were undead. Uh, You don't find any other feeling of those within 60 feet of you. Uh, I'm gonna hop on Karina and dock an arrow um, and just make sure we're out in front with uh, Rudolph like pointing up ahead could I do a nature check to see what if there's like how long these undead things have been lying on the ground yeah. so kind of see like the, in terms of like plant how squashed and all that fun stuff um, that's a two I was going to say can, can I help with an arcana check but you <laughs> rolled too fast <laughs> I mean you can also do an arcana it's a very different, a different aesthetic I was gonna ask if I could check and see how if I could figure out how they were killed how they were yeah. killed yeah, yeah. So if somebody wants to help me with that double dead I'll, I'll help you if I I'm probably not the person to help you though what, what I mean, kind of check is that I am not the person to help it would be uh, this will be like survival or medicine oh survival I got I got plus three maybe okay maybe you roll then what <laughs> <laughs> no no just kidding I'm confident uh, I'll just give you advantage I'm like yo Hestia how the hell? Who was here? Like what? Hmm. Yeah, we- I I would know stuff about that. Yeah. I'll say some nice um, words oh, to you as well and give you guidance. Oh, you rolled all that. Right no, now. no, I'm right, but I'm rolling with advantage with. Rachel. All right, add a d d four to that. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's a nineteen plus a d four. That sounded like I said deep four. I said deep four, but it <laughs> sounded four in my was so head. deep. <laughs> that is that is a twenty. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still want to make an arcana check to That's see if the, the, like, um, if I've encountered this kind of undead before. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and roll In arcana. my mini travels. Cause, and, um, 
Hestia, with a 20, you can tell that the way these undead are scattered and positioned and it's very clear how they were killed. These beings have been eaten. Like huge chunks of their flesh are missing, not just as if it had rotted away, but you see large tooth marks in the hide of these creatures, of these Mm -hmm. zombies and the like. Uh, They've been eaten. (laughs) We're telling you they're demons. Everyone says that we're going to be fighting undeads, but we know for a fact that we're fighting demons. So demons they keep eat telling us undead them. things? Is that, what, is that a thing? I'm sure undead things don't eat undead things. I, yeah, fair enough. I, uh, I rolled an 18 with my arcana. Have I come across things that eat dead things before? <laughs> um, <laughs> with an 18 arcana check, you, your original question was, have I f- encountered these types of undead before? Yes. And these are your typical zombies <laughs> that you've been encountering. What? What? There's a bug. It's okay. It's just decided it wants to be my best friend. And it's just like chilling with us always stream. It's like it's just like it's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I rolled them two on my nature check, so <laughs> who knows? <laughs> um, Damn. And then Ooh. in terms of do you know uh creatures that would eat undead things? I'm gonna say that you haven't that you have oh this is tough I'm gonna say that you did encounter this before you've encountered one thing that would eat anything um, and this was actually in our play test <gasps> thing that would eat anything I don't know any dog. <laughs> <laughs> Food? 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 Uh, you're faced with memories of uh, one of the first green rifts that you encountered where there was an elongated being that had a long, open, yawning mouth that seemed to want to shove whatever flesh it could inside it. Oh, okay. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I will... Uh, tell everyone to keep their eyes up. Um, we might be encountering an old friend soon. Another. One. And by the way I say friend, y'all know, I mean, this is not a friend. Hmm. That was quite obvious. Uh, Wait, does the I general was... eat dead things? I'm going to pull a card from oh. my t- my deck of cards. All right, I did it. I'll hold on to that number. Oh, boy. <clears throat> okay. All right, let us trudge ahead. Let's try to be sneaky, because... Sorry in advance. Yeah, but it's <laughs> well, trying your best. Uh, Hestia, okay. prep for lightning, the snake lightning stuff. Mm. I will if I know if I know that I like am notorious. I feel like there's got to be a better battle plan. Like thinking about Hestia having just this, put like, you at the back. Knowledge. 
I say put me in the front, and then they won't notice you guys because they'll notice me. Well, it has to like the way that I see it is um, after I call back, like Karina and I will like go into the underbrush or something. She's not sneaky either. She's a freaking basilisk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> But um, well, maybe we stay in the front then. The non sneakies <laughs> in the front. <laughs> yeah, Red Mount crew up top. Let's go. Yes. Um, let's go. I would say so. Just to be super clear, because I we did two playtests. It's not the snake creature you encountered, ah. but oh. the like elongated humanoid Gross. monster nice. uh, that had like huge teeth. Oh, um, that thing. That's okay. Ooh. And because Hestia, as this information comes to light, Hestia, because you're so, um, I was going to say battle-worn, but that's not the word. Like, you want to make, you, you're strategic. Mm-hmm. You would remember from this fight that it had quite a resistance to many of your types of damage dealing, unless um, it was oh. in total brightness. When it was in darkness or dim light, it had resistance to quite a few of the things you did to deal damage. Interesting. Who's got the light? Who's got the light? You, you do. dear person. <laughs> All right. <laughs> sure, I'll light myself on fire soon. Uh, and like as Rachel you, and I were like, you do. <laughs> as you continue uh, forward, song. a few hours pass of you stealthing through the forest and you come across a large sinkhole about 70 feet in diameter. There are fallen trees within it that have been totally uprooted in this sinkhole. And it, while you're continuing your journey and seeing this here, you see that the trees have also begun to darken. Their winding branches aren't able to hold leaves full of life anymore. The bird songs go quiet. And we can have one last perception check here. Can I use my nose to try and catch the scent instead of my eyes? Sure. Sweet. 13 perception from Knox. 16 perception from Waverly. 17 from Hestia. Uh, natural one. <laughs> oh. Um, you did not do a long rest from the tower. I'm just going to say this out loud. Uh, that you. You, while we uh, were doing this walking, though, I will give you a short rest that has already sure. passed. So click short okay, rest buddy. on your sheets. Thank you. It's okay. um, good enough for me. Baby. And then, sorry, a lot was going on. Perception rolls. Can you re- remind me? 16 for um, sniffing. Sniffing. The nose of power. one for Florence. I was going to guide myself, but it didn't. 13. <laughs> 17 for Hestia, which I think is your highest roll. All right. Uh, then Hestia, I, I'll give something to Hestia, and I'll also give something to Waverly, and an unfortunate thing to Florence. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. But Hestia, you notice by this sort of spiky bush, you can see that there's a mound of earth that's quite large, about 10 feet across. And as you get a bit closer, you can see that it's an entry to a tunnel. Hmm. And I will say that Waverly, you can smell that there's something in this tunnel, for sure, with your nose. And uh, Florence, can I please have a constitution saving throw? Quirk. 
21. Ooh, all right. Um, you catch wind of a stench. The stench that's from this hole, but it seems to be coming from all around you. The undead spirits are whispering to you, and it almost overcomes you, but you're able to catch your bearings and you do not upchuck all over your party. <laughs> I feel like I pull out like a tiny handkerchief that's got like lavender oil in it and I just hold it up uh. against my nose. Um, as Florence brings out this lavender oil and holds it to her nose, the that sort of like overcomes the air around the party in this moment and you're all sort of reprieved from the, the stench. Whew. Man. Lavender just does the job, huh? It's just a nice calming. Oh. It's, a, it's a whole thing. Sorry. Creature. There's a creature in there. Oh. Fun. Is it perhaps the one that ate the corpses? Which is where the smell came from. Yeah. Is this towards the cavern that we're trying to get to. Oh, is yeah. this the cavern we're trying to get to? I would relay the information. To? I relay the information if that wasn't clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, the hole that Hestia found is not the hole that you're looking for, but it is just this weird, like, <laughs> tunnel. It is not the cavern that you've been sent to. It's not the hollows. Does it look like a hole that a creature would be burrowing in? Definitely. Ooh, and does, yikes. Does it look hey, like hi. a hole we can walk around? Yeah, I was like, can we just like avoid this entire thing? Yes. <laughs> um, you sidestep and please roll stealth checks for me. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not going to be good. <laughs> what did you roll? I rolled a four. Oh, man, my first, my, my second one was an 18, uh, but that's a six for me, maybe. We're doing great. 30-20. Acacius is just, like, so into this lavender scent, and it's like, Flo- no, but Florence, like, where did you get, I can't get anything that smells that close to lavender back home. Like, I've tried making my own tinctures, but none of it. It's just, really? just any. Really, shut the fuck the, up. What? Shut what? the fuck up. But the, 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 I'm also surprised that you can smell it. It's in a cloth that I put next to my face. And it's from Steve. Oh, she gets it all imported. It's wafted. It's from Steve? Shut the It's from fuck Steve up. Knox? Shut the fuck And it's at this point that as you're all going, sure, shit to Acacius, you uh, all also hear something else. A loud crack coming from the west. A thick tree branch falls down to the ground about 40 feet away from you. But also, due to these stealth rolls, you hear coming from the tunnel as two long arms emerge and a familiar elongated face with large pointed teeth turns towards you. And I need everyone to roll initiative. I rolled really bad again, guys. <laughs> Natural 20, baby. Yeah. 22. Ooh. A 10. I rolled uh, a 
and we are going to go on break, and we'll see you yeah. for the battle when we come back. Oh. I believe someone got a nat 20. Was that you, Waverly? Yes, so it was. You Damn. are first to go. There are two current points of danger right of in front of you in this tunnel emerging is a being that you have faced before um, in a previously unaired episode that was just for <laughs> us. Knox was almost killed by this creature. Um, and off in the distance, there is something else lurking in the shadows that has not yet tried to make itself known to you. Okay, so I'm going to signal um, Karina to shake off the um, blinds that she has, um, have them open, and have her look at the thingy that's coming at us that's right in front of us. Um, And then... I'm going to take a blind-ass shot to try and shoot the thing in the shot. Yeah! <laughs> With the fire arrow so I can get some sort of light around here. <laughs> um, but sorry, in the shadows, meaning in this tunnel or off in the trees? Off in the trees. I'm going to try and light Oh, the- shit! I'm going to light the okay. trees on fire because, you know... Smokey hates me. Anyway. All right. And before uh, we resolve that, Kelly, I'm seeing that you were having tech issues. Do you want to do a quick be right back? No, it's fine. All right. Because I can hear everything, so I'm hoping it's yeah. good. Yeah. <clears throat> so in that case, go ahead and roll to attack. Um, <clears throat> or sorry, before you roll to attack, let's see if you can perceive this creature, which did give you a sound cue as to where it is sort of lurking. So you can roll perception with advantage. Heck yeah. Wolf ears go. 20. Dirty 20. All right. Yes. So about 40 feet off in the distance where this branch fell, you can see in the tree a dark green skinned, uh, large creature with long black oily hair. It's got a huge nose, quite muscular and... um, it's, it's quite weight, it's heavy in the trees, and it's watching you from the distance. Um, and it's gonna stay in the distance. I'm going to shoot at them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ask questions. Uh, yeah, I'm going to shoot at them, um, but I'm going to take my sharpshooter trait, so I'm gonna... If this isn't going to hit them, then it's going to be a warning shot. (laughs) All right. It does not. It is a warning. It's a critical miss. (laughs) (laughs) With a nat one plus negative for sharpshooter. Plus seven minus five. (laughs) Nat ones, your additional plus seven does not matter. Mm -mm. Um, Unfortunately, your arrow flies and I'm going to say it nicks one of your party members that's close by that saw this hole for the first time, which is Hestia! 
Yeah. yeah, you're going to take a d6 of damage that I'll roll right here as it nicks you for two points of piercing damage. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> Clips your ear and your I hair, think, like, goes ablaze. I, I don't think I even <laughs> say anything. I just kind of, like, slowly look over <laughs> to the side. <laughs> I, don't, head. I don't make eye contact as I try again. Not with yes. a sharpshooter because that did not work so well the first time. Go ahead. Um, Second attack. Yeah. Uh, a 12 hit. No. It doesn't hit one of your allies, though, as it flies through the air and oh hits the tree that this creature is looming in. And uh, then I think that he, you know where he is. Yeah, it's a warning shot. I actually play that off as a warning shot. And Hestia. I don't even look at you at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that uh, next up... Oh, sorry. Did you have a bonus action you wanted to do? Oh, yeah. Bonus action. I thought uh, making... Uh, oh, you Karina. Karina's uh, yeah. eyes. All right. Was yeah. my bonus action. Which does mean you are right next to this hole that the creature emerging from it is going to have to make a wisdom save since Karina's right there with her eyeballs. It's wisdom, right? Uh, let me double check that real Might be constitution. quick. Um, You'd think I'd know and remember because I've done it a million times. It is a con but, save. Okay, hold on. That is a 17. Damn it. I'm Classic. going to yeah, you, you whisper the Secrets of the Damned in its ears and cast Silvery Bobs. Ooh. All right, it'll re-roll for a 14. Damn it. <laughs> uh, but I will give Hestia advantage. All right, keep track of that cat. That Hestia's got advantage. Um, which does mean that it's this creature emerging from the hole with Waverly and Karina right up against it. It's going to attempt to attack you first. Me or Karina? It'll attack you. Okay. As it's quite large as it stands up. It is medium, but it's very like elongated. It's tall, kind of Slenderman-like. Uh, and it's going to go out for two attacks. One with its claws... Which is a 17 to hit. It does not hit. Woo! All right! Just barely making your way to wiggle out of its grasp. It also misses with a 12 for its bite. As it tries to reach down, it whispers in your ear, I hunger. I'm not on the menu. <laughs> I snarl back. Uh, and it fails to connect with you. Off in the east, 40 feet away, this troll that Waverly spotted is able, is um, was warned by your arrow. And let's make a quick uh, intimidation before you wrap up this go around and see if the troll is intimidated by this warning shot or not. Uh, I'm gonna do this with real die because I really, I really need. I, please don't we need suck. A win. We need a win today. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, eleven. Oh no. Okay. Uh, 
The troll is not intimidated, and it's going to start swinging the tree through fire. the trees <laughs> as it starts making its way to you, using its full movement, flying through the air towards you all. Um, and as it comes down closer to the hole, about five feet away, it's going to slice its chest and a poison spray, or sorry, a venom spray shoots out in a 15-foot cube, which is going to hit uh, the three people closest to the hole, which was Waverly, Karina, and Estia. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, as it does so, it takes some damage from this slash. So I just need to mark that down real quick. Um, so every those three folks need to do a con saving throw. And that's I have advantage on now because that's my next roll. Yep. Yes, cool. you do. You're inspired by. Yes, death. that's so useful. Twenty one. <laughs> nice. My first was a seven. Yes. Okay. Well, I love to see it. You love to see it. We got like. A six and a twelve, I'm, a sh- I'm pretty sure. Oh, boy. All right. Hestia, you pass, which means you are not poisoned, and you take half of this damage. So your, your total damage for this is poison damage, and it's going to be 17 divided by twos, uh, rounded up to eight. And that means that Karina and Waverly both take 17 points of poison damage, and you also are both poisoned. The poison condition, just to remind folks of the rules, um, poisoned creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. So you'll be poisoned for one minute unless someone uses perhaps lay on hands to remove this condition. Uh, I have a question. I have the mounted combatant. Um, feet. Yeah. Feet. And I use that. Let me just see if it works for area attacks. If so, you can take this damage. You have you can force an attack targeted at your mount to target you instead. So okay. because this is AOE, so, I'm going to say no. Copy that. So 17 to both of us. And if your mount is subjected to an effect that allows it to make dexterity saving throw to take only half damage, it instead takes no damage if it succeeds on the saving throw and only half if it fails. So it would also just take eight. Sorry, she, Karina, would take eight instead of 17. Cool. Only I get 17. Good, good for me. Uh, <laughs> um, and it sort of like goes back down onto all fours as it snarls to the group. Nox, you're next in this uh, initiative order. So right now we've got two enemies up close to three of your party members. About ten feet back is Florence and Acacius and yourself. Um, And yeah, the the two enemies are kind of near the hole and everyone's sort of clumped in that area with the other two of you about ten feet back from the hole. Hey, I am going to look at the gross motherfucker that gave me a hard time uh, that that time before. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and cast Eldritch Blast on it. All right. And when I do so, I'm going to use uh, the thing that I took, which I'm uh, forgetting the name, but it pulls them 10 feet towards me when I cast them with Eldritch Blast. Oh. Things that I have. All right. Uh, Get them closer to me. All right, go for it. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. That hits. 
Okay. So that is 1d10 plus 3. Where's my d10? Jesus Christ, there it is. Uh, oh, sweet. That's 9. That is 9, I think it's force damage. And All as right. that happens, you see some uh, weird eldritch smoky magic come out of Nox as it kind of almost lassoes them, but it pushes them back for a moment and then whiplashes them 10 feet towards him. Nice. Yeah. Super cool. Um, are you at a level where you can, when you cast Eldritch Blast, you cast it twice? No. Okay. I am only at three levels okay, of yeah. Warlock. I am mostly the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> All good. I just wanted to make sure. And a um, bonus action for you? Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I already cast a spell, so I don't think I could hex. So what it I... It was a cantrip, what you cast. Yeah, but that still counts as a spell. But did it take an action? Yeah. Okay. The spell, this spell that is a bonus action is technically hex, but I should have done that first, and I'm stupid, so I will not retcon that and do that first because that's not fair. So I will uh, not do that this time around, but I will do it next time. So I'm just like, I pull him forward, and I'm just like, hey, buddy, long time no see, pulls out Saber. <laughs> Wait, um, you is, did, did they move out of my range it was pulled out of your range um does that matter i think that matters yeah they have to choose to move or else you don't evoke i was basically just getting them away from you so that they would not hurt you that's fair and it seems (laughs) cruel to for me to backhand them (laughs) yanked out of my way so that's fair that's fair <laughs> if you have two things to deal with, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's. I think I'll just kind of ready uh, reaction to uh, probably uncanny dodge away from this man's attack because I imagine there's one coming my way. <laughs> what? No. You've also sort of positioned it to be like surrounded by the party right now. <laughs> Because yeah. you pulled it towards you. So True. perhaps every the Forgotten Guardians can do some real damage here. Yeah. That's it. All right. Which means that, Florence, you are up next. Oh, sorry, it's taking a while. Um, two questions. How many creatures are there? Two. And are they close to each other? Um, they are within... There's a five feet square between the two of them right now because Nox just pulled this guy... Um, 10 feet closer. All right. Then uh, you said that there are whispers of the dead around me. Um, I'm going to latch onto those whispers and summon their spirits to form around the two creatures and almost like start grabbing onto them and dragging them down, especially the ones that were eaten by this creature uh, as I cast Bane on both of them. Fuck yeah. Uh, So go ahead and give me a charisma save, DC 16. All right. And for no reason whatsoever, does this spell have to do with people you can see, or can it, is it just anyone in an area? Uh, creatures I can see within range. All right. Um, so this uh, I hunger beast got a 17 charisma save. And the troll... Wow, I'm really, really well. 16. Oh, you... 
now I don't want to use all my spell slots. I could Silvery Barbs, but I have other reactions. I just look disappointed at the spirits and think that's what you get for reusing. Uh, <laughs> and I'll, uh, who's, mm, I'll look over at Hestia again. We've got a thing going this battle, I'll say. Uh, Hestia, this is nothing that you can't handle. Uh, and I'll give you Bardic Inspiration. So you got a D8. Yeah, much thanks. Uh, and I'll just like slowly back away a little bit because I saw the, um, the guts and stuff. So I just, I just casually walk five feet backwards. <laughs> just five feet? Yeah, just five feet. All right. So there's, to, um, to ten feet between dramatic. you and the hungry and, um... 20 feet between you and the troll. Yep. All right. Let's get him out. (laughs) Acacius, you are up next. Can't hear you. Oh, hear you. Hoot. Okay. There we go. Hello. (laughs) Um, I will... um, Throw up a juicy shield of faith, and I'm gonna hunkily run over to Waverly and be like, I got you! And I'm gonna do a good old fashioned, uh, let's do a Christian side hug, and I'm gonna lay on, if you, if you allow, I'm gonna lay on hands, um, cure, uh, the thing. Uh, cure the thing. Neutralize the poison. Yay! Uh, is this just me, or are you also doing Karina? It's one creature. Correct. It's one creature, yeah. That's cool. I'll take me. <laughs> I figure you can do the most damage. Um, yeah, and I'm like, I got you. I'm so sorry, Karina. I'm s- Let's do this! <laughs> and then I turn to face the Slenderman creature, shaking in my boots a little. Awesome. Um, did you want to do any bonus action, or are you good? Uh, this shield of faith, which was uh, boosting my armor, is my bonus action. Oh, perfect. I didn't realize you were doing two things there. Great. Okay. Yeah. Boosting my armor and saving a friend. All right. <laughs> uh, Hestia, you are up next. Boom. Bonus action. Mantle of flame. I'm on fire. Big fire. Everybody can see. <laughs> Big fire. My big sword, also on fire. <laughs> you can see as you do that, this uh, like Slenderman creature kind of like shies away from you. Nice, nice. Um, and sorry, I, I know that they're close together. They're not. Um, is there a, a space that makes puts me in between them? There is. So they're both within my five feet. If you stand between the two of them, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be stupid. Let's do it. Down on either side. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> Which does mean they'll get advantage on attacks against you. Oh, and I don't have any of my things up yet. That's a little <laughs> scary for me. Oh, but like, okay, maybe we won't do that yet. Believe in yourself. <laughs> do what you want. I'm just, you're inspired. Come on. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. right. You're right. The vision told us we can't die. It's That's true. <laughs> We're gonna make just, it to the final battle. I was just given three potions that I didn't disperse to my friends. Um, so. <laughs> Oh, uh, I got some juice. We good. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll go into the into the middle of them, and um, for my action, I'm going to green flame blade. Um, so here I come. Uh, that's a 
10, but I'm gonna use my bardic for surezies. Because Lord help me. Um I need the D8. That is a 16. And who are you attacking? The troll. The troll. With 16 makes it. You yeah, hit. baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's my song. That is um, 12 slashing damage. Alrighty. Um, the first fire damage is where I'm also going to apply my mental flame, which is another plus three. So that'll be 10 plus three, 13 damage, fire damage. Woo! And then we're doing, we got to get the dice. That automatically cauterizes the wound though, right? (laughs) And then the last is one, uh, another five fire damage. And because my second target is within five feet, it also takes two D8. Hold on, I just want to be super clear about yeah. this. Um, it's with the target that for the second part of this attack is within five feet of that creature. No, see, I was wondering you. if I was in the wrong. Darn but, it! So I thought it- I'll allow. Yeah. So in mm. this case, we can retcon what just happened if you want to, if you don't want to cast the spell um, and not put myself uh, flanks. Yeah, that would be really cool. <laughs> but I. Yeah. If they were side by side within five feet of each other, then it would work. But you're in between them, so there's more than five feet between these two. I understand. I'm wrong. If I'm able to retcon, if not, I will pay the price. That is all good. Let's just go back for this troll. So he heals five, then he heals 13, then he heals 12. I think that's A troll healing? (laughs) Yeah, what? (laughs) All right, I'm back to normal. So then I will, uh, well, yeah, then maybe I'll just attack the Slenderman. All right. Is that what somebody called him? Is that? I mean, that's what I called him. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I just want to make sure. John <laughs> yeah, I'll Slenderman. <laughs> I'll attack. Do you want me to re-roll the hit then? Yeah, let's just start from fresh. <laughs> my bad, my bad. So that's a 22 to hit. It hits. <laughs> nice. I'm still Mantle of Flaming as my bonus action, though. That's the move. Okay. All right. So slashing damage is 13. Okie dokie. And then I'm just gonna roll these at the same time so it makes And as your fire lights up this area, you see that your blade strikes true and there is no resistance to this damage. Yeah! And then it will take, uh, oh, I rolled low on that one. It will take, Math is hard. Seven, seven, eight plus three is eleven. Eleven points of fire damage. And that is it on my turn. All right. So with this, that means that you've sort of positioned yourself closer to Waverly and Knox to be by this. uh... Oh no, the the Slenderman was pulled towards. I thought the troll was pulled. No? I'm no, I, the Slenderman was pulled, but only 10 feet. <laughs> yeah. So to attack it, you're close to Nox, the Slenderman, and Florence is a bit further back from you. Nice, Just nice, we're all nice. there on where everyone is on the yeah, battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, I'm, I just want to make clarify this. Yes. Karina is still staring at the Slenderman person, so should they all be making concepts? Are they staring back? 
Um, it's on its turn that it would make a save, cool. and it was it was pulled towards Nox, so I don't think it's facing uh, Karina at this point. But she's okay. still active, so if it okay. ever goes to attack her again or you, it would definitely have to make it save first. Okay. I mean, any creature that goes to attack you, remind me ever that Copy. it would have to make a save. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. Anything else on your turn, Hesia? Nope, that's it for me. All right. It's at this point that you all begin to feel a rumble under the ground. Um, <laughs> Lawrence, you're the furthest back. You see earth begin to be uprooted. Trees begin to fall as a creature whoosh, breaks through the dirt, flies through the air, and lands directly on you. Ah. As it, I'm gonna need you to make a save. Please hold a strength or deck save, your choice. So either zero or five. Yeah. <laughs> um, as I got a fourteen, but as I do, uh, something happens, and my luck Ooh. kicks in, and I'm going to re-roll this. And I got worse. Oh, no! (laughs) Bad luck for Florence Chance. Which means that this creature, you get an up-close look as it comes down on you and you are knocked prone, taking bludgeoning damage of... Oof, almost max. 21 bludgeoning damage. Plus 14 slashing damage. It is up against you. You see like a metallic sheen across its face that almost looks like a armadillo, but it's huge. This creature, oh, sorry, I have to be specific. I always want to say huge when I think of big. It's large, quote unquote, of um, this like leathery, rotting flesh. And as it's here, you feel that stench hit you again. And it opens its maw, ready to pierce into you on its next turn. But we're at the end of the round, and I think we're gonna call it a few minutes early here. I'm sorry. Dang it. I'm not. I wanna keep rapping. I want to help my friend. I have to write down what I was going to do so I don't forget. Yeah. yeah. I got to keep some notes, too. I always love ending battles kind of like in the middle of an, or ending episodes in the middle of a battle. Okay. I guess we got to do some housekeeping. Um, Hi, everybody. We just did a thing and you watched it. Thank you so much for watching it, because if you didn't watch it, we wouldn't be here. So thank you. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to support us, The best way to do so is by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash tabletop titties. When you become a titty, you get access to so many things on our Patreon. You get behind the scenes stuff. You get our talkback episodes, bonus one shots or mini series, uh, polls that could affect the game uh, and a lot more. You should definitely go and check it out at uh, patreon.com forward slash tabletop titties. Uh, We also have a merch store. 
case you didn't see, I'm wearing some uh, some vintage tabletop titties merch currently. So uh, we sell <laughs> lots of different things on our store. Uh, we definitely go and check it out at tabletoptitties.threadless.com. Uh, what else? I didn't have my script open because I'm prepared. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly... I just want to say that we love you guys and uh, you should definitely go and follow us on social media so we can tell you that we love you some more because that's what we'll we do that all the time. We love you and we post on socials and we will tell you lots of other things on socials. So just follow us at Tabletop Titties. And if you use the hashtag TT Titties, you will also get an NPC named after you. So that's pretty cool. Uh you can find all of this information on our website as well at www.tabletoptitties.com. And remember, when we say titties, it is with double Ds. And we <laughs> shall see you in two weeks for more of this. Woohoo! All right. Yeah. See you next time. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye.